Hi, I'm Julie. I'm Kristen. And I'm Kate. Welcome to Season 2 of Topical Island. In every episode, we'll dive into a new topic. From the morbid to the magnificent. The heartfelt to the ridiculous. Join us as each week we take you to a different topical island. All right. Welcome, everyone, listeners, island hoppers, Julie, Kate. We're so excited. We're doing our second kind of special episode. We hope you tuned in for our ghost stories um, episode, which was similar. Um, But we're doing a different topic today that's kind of a different twist, um, which is celebrity encounters. Yes. Sure is. (laughs) We were kind of... The ghost episode did so well um, that we were thinking we want to do another topic, but like, let's do something fun. And one day I was like, you know, I know that Julie and Kate both have good celebrity encounter stories. Our island hoppers will put it out there and we'll get so many stories because who knows who's met who. Certainly. Um, But unfortunately, yeah, right. Um, But we love you all dearly. Um, But I got a lot of comments back saying... I have not met any celebrities. So unfortunately, uh, we do have some great stories for you guys tonight, today, this morning, whenever you're listening. Um, But the one that we did get was from my cousin, who's been mentioned on the podcast before. And if he's still listening, I'm not sure. Um, (laughs) He'll be thrilled to hear. So um, I guess his celebrity encounter story was that he went, okay, and this is bad because you know I'm not an Olympics listener. So he chatted up scott moore moore okay yep yep ice dancing yeah yeah okay. I, just ah. I know that him and tess him and tessa are like yes. virtue the right. one okay yes. yeah the ones where they're everyone mm-hmm. thinks they might be an mm-hmm. actual couple but they're not anyway mm-hmm. so i don't know i should have probably asked him for more details about where this was those types of things <laughs> but um <laughs> He was chatting him up and they ta- and he's a he's a musician, so he's in a band. He's very musical. And I guess they talked a little bit about the music that him and T- Tessa skate to once. But he says, unfortunately, no Tessa. It was just Scott. Oh. Moyer. Okay. Yes. Moyer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So oh. um yeah. So that my cousin has had that experience and he's in he's in manitoba so i don't know if that's where they're from well Kristen, i'm gonna say that's a possibility what i'm i'm very hung up on the fact that as you introduced this you said i'm i'm not really an olympic listener most of us watch the olympics so <laughs> this you, is you, also so really yes i don't know really that i've ever <laughs> solely listened to the olympics <laughs> but that's cool and i i I think that, uh, I mean, I'm sorry he didn't get to meet Tessa, but um, but very cool that he got to meet. Ath- I think athletes are kind of amazing people, right? To dedicate yourself to, oh my gosh, to a sport is is pretty fantastic. It's yeah. all-encompassing. It definitely yeah. is. And it's, I mean, when you think of the celebrity on top of that, like if you become an athlete that is then well-known, um, you know, yeah that's a lot of pressure to then continue performing under and still probably having a ton of other obligations and being noticed. And I'm sure not everybody handles that, you know, awesomely. True. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to cut this, but I don't know if you guys watch Colbert, (laughs) but he he does the Colbert questionnaire where he always asks people, you know, a standard set of questions to all his celebrity guests. 
And mm-hmm. he always at, or usually asks, um, have you ever got a, asked for an autograph? And inevitably, and these are very famous people like, I don't know, like Bradley Cooper and Neil deGrasse Tyson and uh, Tom Hanks. And they have, they always ask for athletes' signatures. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. If you had a standard question that you would ask celebrities, what do you think it would be? Would you have one? I feel like I've got a back pocket one. What's you your, do? What's your yeah. My pocket? question, my completely random question that I feel like if I really want to get to know somebody and I have one question, it would just be harder soft tacos. Whoa. Oh. And I think I can learn. On <laughs> I absolutely judge based on that. Mm. And this all, this is coming from a person that I will disclose. I am 100% soft tacos, 100%. Okay. However, Taco Bell, which I have never actually eaten at, mm-hmm. um, was on to something when they somehow, they I think they, they're, so picture a flat soft taco mm-hmm. covered in melted cheese, cheese and then they and then the wrapped hard. it around a hard mm-hmm. taco. Now Cheesy that, gordita crunch. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Now that is, uh, they're onto something there. You can't judge that person because they've just got all their bases covered. That's, that's true. Right. Or maybe that's just, that's, that's a person in and of themselves, right? They, that's, maybe they're just trying to please everyone with that. That's sure. true. Yeah. Judge away. Judge away. Well, I don't know what I would ask a celebrity, but I can tell you, I've had very, very moderate celebrity encounters. Um, I was at a film festival once where, like, I walked past Tony Curtis, and um, mm. and I saw Rick Mercer in an airport. Um, but oh. the story I will tell <laughs> involves Kate. Um, I was out. Her and I took the train from Winnipeg to Moncton, the Via. It took three days to get there. In the dead of winter. You were very young, right, at this time? We were 18, 19. So, yes. Oh, wow. Very young. Yes. Yes. And um, that train ride in and of itself is a story. Yes. (laughs) Three days. We did not pay for upper class seats. It was a stinky train ride, to say the least. I'm going to just throw that out there. And it probably didn't help that we were trying to conserve our, our pennies. Whilst being, you know, low-income university students. And so all of our meals were just raw canned goods. Mostly yeah. being, uh, what I remember of, of Like that you brought with you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, we weren't going to splurge on meals on the train. Mm-mm. So what I remember eating on that train ride is canned beans, I believe maple flavor. Yeah. And like no a name. big bag. No name, of course. Obviously. And a big bag of also no name, um, like chocolate, chocolate covered almonds. almonds. Yeah. Chocolate covered almonds. <laughs> well, that's a perfect segue. So imagine these two stinky kids getting off of a train. <laughs> um, and we went to a hockey game. So we were wearing like okay. toques and parkas and like jeans we were not dressed up at all it was my yeah. brother's hockey game also so this is like oh yeah oh, okay it was You're not at the nhl 
game. No, I guess no. it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, no, I want. Okay. I do want to say we must have showered between, <laughs> right? I'm sure, but I don't know that. I don't. I don't remember the details. I'm sure we grabbed a shower, but yes, we're at a hockey game. Not dressed and up. Julie's bald. Do we? Do we oh that? yeah. We I'm haven't addressed bald. the fact that Julie was bald at the time. <laughs> she had my just head. her head for cancer. Yeah, it didn't and look good. Was bald. <laughs> In oh. fact, well, I mean, again, this is a, another part of the story but on the way back we stopped in montreal on the way back of our train ride we stopped in montreal and julie bought a phenomenal wig but that wasn't until after this story so at the time <laughs> yeah. we went to the hockey game we're in big jackets and we're wearing tubes please continue no no that's it, it's all true uh i did have my blue wig but i wasn't wearing it that night um so it was just right. we were both in toques parkas sweatshirts grubby and then, for some reason, we went to the club. Of course. In front of As you do. As you do. Because As you're you 19 do. and, yeah. you know, you are... Endless energy. You, yeah. So we go. And somehow, Kate had this friend. And I don't think you guys were actually good friends. But you had... Yeah. You knew this girl who caught us into the VIP room at the club. And this is in Fredericton. <laughs> And yeah, so let's put a big air quotes around VIP. (laughs) Um, And wouldn't you know that two members of the trailer park boys are at in the VIP room in this club? Of course. And again, I cannot understate the fact like we were not like trailer park bunnies. Like we were not. Wait, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. But like, (laughs) you weren't like, you weren't groupies. We weren't groupies. It's not like we were dressed to go to a club. Even we were in hoodies and again toques. I wasn't taking that off in the club because I'm pretty sure I had brushed my hair. No, you probably had your wet hair underneath. Unclear if we showered. (laughs) And Julie was just looking for the warmth of the toque. (laughs) So. Sure. So it's Bubbles and Julian, for those who are familiar with the characters on the Trailer Park Boys. And we, because we had all the bravado in the world, sidled up next to them and kind of became friends for the evening. And to the extent that Julian had like a bottle of booze and was pouring it down our throats. Like he was, (laughs) we were, he was like, I actually can't even believe this happened. But imagine, like, two girls, like, it's a club, people are dressed for the club, and then there's these two girls dressed to go to a hockey game, and they're disheveled. I probably didn't have makeup on. I didn't, I'm not big on makeup on the best of times. And then we're the ones who are, like, hanging out, doing shots with Bubbles and Julian in the VIP room, in the club, in Fredericton. I'm just going to say it. The party can come to us. We don't need <laughs> we I don't think we're we're the type of people that can make our own fun. And so I don't think we need we needed the attention, like maybe some of the other people in the quote unquote VIP area may have been looking for. So I think we were just gonna have a good time either way. And yeah. um I think that uh, as big energy. or little yeah. celebrity I'll put air quotes around that as well. 
Um, the trailer park boys may have been at the time. They, uh, I think they saw that we were, we were in it for a good time and, um, why not pour some Sambuca down our throats? I also think that was probably just pretty impressive that both of us were like, yeah, (laughs) I mean, maybe not my proudest moment. (laughs) No, that's amazing. I love, I don't know if I've ever heard the entirety of that story. So I, I love that. It was pretty good. Well, what I actually, so I, I love that story and I'd actually kind of forgotten about it, but one of my very brief um, celebrity encounters was years later at um, Country Fest in Dauphin, Manitoba. And I, Mm. we had gone to school with a good friend who ended up getting into the music industry and was, ended up being an agent representing a bunch of um, artists. And he didn't represent Corblund, but backstage, um, or I guess backstage, it wasn't really backstage. It was kind of after the fact. Um, I was hanging out with this friend from university and me and Corblund got to chatting. And (laughs) What I wait is that his name? Corblund. I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. his. That's oh, I thought that was a band name. It's 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 that's his that individual's name. name. Yeah, it, it's his okay. name. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So I was hanging out with Stu, and we got got to chatting with Corblund. And um, what I love about this story is that Corb will not remember me whatsoever because I felt like the best way. Um, to really utilize my time with him was to tell the story of our good friend Julie. So we have a, a lot of ties to, to our celebrity encounters because I spent my 15 minutes or whatever when I was one-on-one with Corblund explaining how I once was at a ski hill with my good friend Julie and in detail with as as well as acting it out provided him a step-by-step account of how she fell off a chairlift, which to this day is a story that I try to replay in my head when I'm sad, when I'm down, <laughs> when I'm <laughs> because it was one of the most hilarious things. I, dare I say it was the most hilarious thing that has ever happened to me in real time. How did you introduce this to Corb Lund though like yeah. was it, oh there were drinks and flow so okay I was like sure let me I'm tell sure you something I'm sure it didn't flow <laughs> there were drinks involved who knows maybe everybody was trying to one-up each other with stories and I just kind of stepped into the middle of the circle and I was like nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you guys gotta story. know my friend Julie you gotta hear about my friend Julie <laughs> I mean, this is kind of a side bit, but I'm pretty sure I wrapped a little bit of the story as what? I told it. Um, but that's that's for another time. Not many people. I don't know. Okay, I don't know how to into how to how to flow into this. Much like the night with Corblund. Was... <laughs> <laughs> so, don't start wrapping. So there is no flow to this story. <laughs> I'll try not to start to wrap, but this is a really hard story to tell without actions. So you're going to see, you you two will see me (laughs) act it out, but, oh geez, how old were we? This was years ago. I was dating an old boyfriend, a previous boyfriend. We were early twenties. We were at the ski hill. Me, my boyfriend at the time and Julie had decided to go skiing, snowboarding. We all were on snowboards and 
the three of us are lined up. It was myself, Julie in the middle, and my boyfriend. And we go to get on the chairlift. And I don't know what happened with Julie, but we're going from about to get on the chairlift to putting, like, I put my bum on the seat. And then all of a sudden, Julie's bum doesn't quite make the seat. And she, she is, I'm sure it happened much more quickly than I remember, but in slow motion, (laughs) she is twisting around and ends up with her hands. She's now facing us and she's holding onto the seat with her arms. And I, with no shame, am leaning away from her because I am not about to go down with that ship. And she's she's looking up at me, but at the same time, I'm thinking, what is the end game here? Are you going to throw, like, throw a leg over the chairlift? Like, you need to let go. And so, and so she does, because we're not helping her. Because I don't want to also fall off the chairlift. And so she ends up in the snowbank that's kind of piled under the chair. She ends up in the snowbank under the chairlift where there's that kind of, you know, as they're clearing off the space where people get onto the chairlift, that there is that little bit of snow buildup. So a soft landing. Julie is okay. <laughs> but the um, the lift, the lift bunny, I'm not sure what they're lifty. called. The lift, lifty. The lifty. Yeah. Um, the lifty Doesn't wasn't notice. in the little command. No, he just <laughs> wasn't paying, he was, he was not command, paying attention. But... He straight up wasn't paying attention. He okay, was facing wasn't the wrong way. I remember that part. So he doesn't realize he doesn't realize that Julie has fallen off the chairlift and there and, and there are now chairs that are behind us that are going over Running Julie, over passing over Julie in the snowbank. I'm losing my mind because it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I turn around as we're still making our way up the hill and I see chairs behind us kind of like just kind of oddly like question like this questionable look on their face as they go over Julie like looking at her like what are you going to do now? <laughs> Finally the lift stops. And then to be honest, I don't even I don't you were able to get out of the way. We'll leave it at that. You were he able was, to get out of the way. He st- had to stop the chairlift so that I could get out of the way so that I was no longer chairlift r- roadkill. And then <laughs> and then I got back in the back of the lineup all by myself. You, you got, got up- back on the horse. Yeah. I, well, I had to but now mistake me if I'm wrong. Could- and maybe you can-, <laughs> you can. Yeah, we were at the top. They were at the top. <laughs> would have been done for the day i'm telling no, you we can cut this if i'm wrong mistake me if i'm or correct me if i'm wrong but did you end up you didn't end up riding you i, I want to say we were at the top of the hill and when you you finally came up it was just you on the chairlift yes yes i wrote so up a very, a very sad looking julie rode up the chairlift alone and they got off well, after all oh, the drama, you... nobody wanted to ride with me. Clearly. Yeah, people you... could have got on with her. <laughs> Were, did you know at the time that Kate was, like, not helping you? Like, did, A hundred percent I knew that Kate was not helping me. 
Like, like I, I said, I have no shame on that. What was I supposed to do? I'm not going to be able to pull you. I'm literally sl- like turned around. I'm hanging by my arms off a chairlift as it's starting to rise up. And I'm sliding off full eye contact with Kate. Full <laughs> eye contact. And she's like, bud. Like, what am I going to do? That she happens. shuffles away from me. She shuffles away from me. And I fell off yeah. into the snowbank and became chairlift roadkill. There was nothing. <laughs> now, to Kate's point, there was literally nothing she could do. I still, yeah, the lifty. It would have prolonged the inevitable. Yeah, probably. the lifty, I really wish he had been paying attention because this was so It <laughs> would have been nice not to be run over a couple of times. <laughs> yes. Oh dear! I'm so I mean, glad that... Corb Lund yeah. knows that. So if I ever meet him, <laughs> I will let. What does next got to say? That's my favorite Julie story of the ski crash. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> thank you. Or the one where you tumbled down the hill in the wetsuit. <laughs> yeah, that happened too. That's my favorite one. I've never seen Julie humiliated. <laughs> But I've always wanted to, and not in a humiliating way, but as a friend. <laughs> Thanks for that. Can I write that Two down? cents. I really want to see humiliated, you. like not in a really it's mean it's, way, it, but like as a friend. In, in it's eternity. recorded. We don't need to write it down. We can cut that in. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I think we should leave that in for yeah, sure. It's my well, favorite Julie story. <laughs> I certainly hope I meet Corblund one day, and I will say. One time, do you remember at Dauphin Country Fest, somebody told you a story of this woman who fell off a chairlift? That was me. I bet, and I bet he'd be like, I've been waiting my whole life to meet you. (laughs) I mean, I do. So, yeah, that was very much not as much a celebrity encounter as maybe I just really wanted to tell everybody that story (laughs) once again. Um catch me on a night when I've had a few drinks and maybe I'll wrap it to you. Who knows? Um, one I'm really interested in, I didn't really think about until after the fact was that our good friend, Heather, um, who lives in Manitoba works for RBC and she had, um, she's an extremely successful and intelligent and just a phenomenal person. One of our good friends, obviously. Um, and, uh, she had quote unquote won the convention um this year at RBC and so I don't really know the context around that but what I do remember her saying is that she had um as part of her prize package I think on any regular year a prize package is like an all it's a huge it's like an all-inclusive cruise or something like that um but with circumstances being what they are part of the prize package this year was like a, some sort of one-on-one call with Ryan Reynolds. So wanting to know a little bit more about that, we actually did reach out and had the chance to ask Heather her version of events. And so here she is giving us her uh, celebrity encounter with Ryan Reynolds. Hi, Julie, Kate, Kristen, and my fellow Island Hoppers. Julie had asked me to share a story about a brush with a celebrity. Sometimes you find yourself in the same room as a movie star. In my case, it was a virtual space. 
I got the privilege to join a meet and greet with Ryan Reynolds on a virtual platform as a part of a work uh, award I received. Being in the year of virtual meetings, 2020, 2021, um, I don't even remember what year we are in now. Anyways, uh, this particular celebrity appearance made me extremely happy in a time that probably needed it the most. He is actually as nice as I hoped he would be. One of my favorite moments was when he shared this insight. Um, he said, never say no because you feel like you aren't good enough. You need to be okay at being awful at something in order to become great at it. I mean, how relatable is this guy? Uh, he was authentic and down to earth and doing good things like giving back to his community and of course making us all laugh. Another fun fact was when asked about his faux feud with Hugh Jackman, he described Jackman actually as being so nice, he makes ice cream look like murder. So this was my um, one of my favorite celebrity encounters, Ryan Reynolds, you are a national treasure. Whoa, I don't know how to call it Ryan Reynolds. Um, but I'm going to try. Um, so I, having been through television production school, have had the opportunity to volunteer at a few different things and see some celebrities. I actually volunteered one year at the, um, Gemini's. I don't think they're called the Gemini's anymore. Remember like our TV awards? Oh yeah. yeah. It was in Calgary one year. And so that was pretty cool. I had to tell a bunch of like Heartland people to get on the bus. <laughs> um, <laughs> the main I've not watched true. the show dream come true um but I did it that one the old, like this is just cool because I saw him but um I have no encounter with him but Corey Monteith was there the one from Glee oh yeah oh yeah uh, who's not who's passed away now sadly right. but that was like probably like one of those ones where you're like oh I that's a pretty major celebrity um but then so as part of my practicum I had the opportunity to volunteer at the Banff Television Festival and so that was really cool. Like there was some amazing people there. Like uh, I actually saw Lisa Kudrow. She was there. And then there was like a lot of like behind the scenes people, not behind, like one of the directors who directed a bunch of friends episodes. And like, I, I want to say Greg Daniels might've been there, but that might be too much. Wow. But so I, my, part of my role was to be on this, like in the, one of the main, in their convention center at the Banff Springs hotel, they have like a few in their convention store, they have a few different rooms. And I luckily got to be in one of the big rooms that hosted a lot of events and stuff like that. So my, my story is funny because it's not necessarily the largest celebrity, but it's my, it's how lame I am around a celebrity. <laughs> Kate brings her a game, tells an amazing story, <laughs> raps, and you're about to hear how pathetic I am. So on one of the nights there was like, um, a, an award ceremony of, of type and of, of some type. And, uh, the host of it was Caroline Ray. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So she was on like Sabrina, the teenage witch and she's a comedian and stuff like that. So anyways, we had, we had rehearsals all day and I was, we were just, I was like a gaffer. I don't even know what you call it. Like I, we were like running mics to people and like behind the scenes stuff. Um, but we kind of like went through the day and this and that. And, um, the one thing I remember her saying was, so we were kind of under the tutelage of this like main guy who was running like the back behind the scenes stuff of all this. And he said to her, like, can I get you anything for tonight? And she was like, you know, I really like some room temperature water. And so I remembered that. 
And I like had this bottle of water that I like left out all day to be room temperature. <laughs> and so the evening comes around, I think like we went home for a bit, like back to where we were staying for a bit, came back. It was the evening. It was the big awards ceremony. And I'm like, okay, I've got this room temperature water for Caroline Ray. So I noticed that in her little like background area, she had water, but it was like cool. an ice, like a, a bucket of like ice water. Right. And um, so, but I was like such a chicken. So I was like, oh, I, I'm too scared. So I was like, she was going in and out and I think feel like she was kind of looking around, like going out and then coming backstage and like looking around. And I feel like she's kind of like, where's my room temperature water? And the guy who I was under the tutelage of like seemed to have totally forgotten about this. So I was like too terrified to do anything. So I would just like hold up this bottle of water to him and be like, uh, and he was like, he was like, he gave me like a thumbs up. Like you've got water. Like he had no idea what I was talking about. And I would be like, no, but like, I have this bottle of water. It's room like, temperature. Mm-hmm. And then I've left yeah, it out all he... day. You, just, you got to <laughs> and... kind of be like, no fridge, no fridge. Ice, no ice, no ice. Anyways, you know, you. We're you... all making very big hand gestures. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, like, it's one of those things where, you know, people insert themselves and go up to celebrities and this and that. And I had every opportunity to be like, Caroline Ray, I have a bottle of water for you. And I did not do it. No! Really? So that's my story. That was gonna about... a much better ending. I know. So that's my story. And I realized... Did I you like, leave you it in a corner with a post-it note on it that said <laughs> no, room temp? I did nothing! I literally had the Love thing Kristen. in front of me to have this, like interaction wonderful connection with carolyn ray where she's like oh that girl she gets it you know yeah but no i was too chicken and that is me to a t like like when i've seen people i will never i mean unless it was someone like that i was so enamored with i would do the opposite like i get so so intimidated so that's my non-celebrity uh carolyn racer i did want to add though on that celebrity stage as well there was and this is kind of tying into the uh Trailer Park Boys, which was Jonathan Torrance, oh. who we all grew up with a Jonavision. Jonavision. Yeah. He also did. He had a show on that stage as well, and we re- we had to do a rehearsal and run through it. And he was so like just the friendliest guy. And it was wait, like a he had a Jonavision show? No, it was okay. it was like a it was like a a show where like oh I'm sorry random, this didn't happen random... when you were eight. I was, <laughs> I was getting Caroline right. Ray, I brought water. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was like this this competition where a bunch of people were like pitching TV shows. It was like a it was kind of like a reality TV show on the stage, okay. and so we had to like rehearse it. But anyways, he was a delight all day. And then, um, and then when all the contestants were coming through, he like individually talked to every single person. It was just so nice. So I just thought um, I would just shout that out because he was so friendly and just so nice to every single person. So that would be one celebrity where if you ever came across him. You could probably say hi, and he'd be a very lovely individual. Nice. Oh, well, that's awesome to hear. Because one thing I hate hearing is, you know, mm-hmm. people say, never meet your heroes. And yeah. a lot of people do, you know, view celebrities as heroes. But yeah. um, I can't say that I've, you know, I hold anybody to that standard. But there are certainly people that if I met and they weren't 
-hmm. even just pleasant, like even just if they were, you know, and I understand that they live at a different, you know, frequency and, you know, the stuff that's going on around them, maybe they're not as in tune to because they, you know, just don't have the time for it or whatever. But I have to say, I was very pleasantly surprised when I was once again at the Bamp Springs Hotel. So apparently this is the place to be in Alberta. No kidding. Yeah. And I was there for, um, I I met my aunt who had come up from New York on a ski trip. And so she was on a ski trip with a bunch of other people from from her area in the States, um, the little ski club. And so they were in the mountains and I, of course, was in Calgary. And so I went up for... Uh, a night and hung out with them and um, lovely group got to see my aunt that I don't see regularly and uh, we went to the spa at the Bamp Springs Hotel and it happened to be the same weekend that there was a celebrity ski tournament happening. Um, a celebrity ski tournament? Uh, it was a, like a celebrity there was a celebrity ski kind of fundraiser Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I and now those, it, yeah. the name of it is drawing. I'm drawing a blank, but there was a bunch of celebrities there. Like the brother from yeah. Everybody Loves Raymond, the big tall guy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Garrett. Um, Brad Garrett. Yeah. Garrett. Yeah. 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 Uh, Marsha Gayhart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Red is hair that, from uh, Desperate Housewives. Nope. That's not who I'm thinking of. Rebecca Gayhart. Um, no, I can picture her, but I don't know her name. Oh, no, I, I might be doing the wrong thing. Maybe Marsha Cross mm, is I the think. one I'm thinking of, I think. Anyways, well, let's... Yes, Marsha <laughs> Gayhart is, um, oh, man, you she's know her to see hair. her. She's got dark hair. Yeah. You do in... know her to see her. Yeah, she's in Mystic River. Um, I know she's done anyway, go- First Wives Google Clubs, her. Flubber. There you yes. go. Yes. Yeah, she's in like a bunch of stuff that you would 100% know where to see her. Yeah. Gay Harden. Gay Harden. Gay Harden. Okay. Yeah. So those are a couple of people that I saw at the at the Banff Springs. Um, yeah. And very, to my delight, we were hot tubbing. So they've got, um, it's a little bit of a Nordic spa treatment in the main spa area in the Banff Springs. So they've got hot water medium water cold water pools so you kind of do a cycle to rejuvenate your body Mm -hmm. and uh I didn't know this at the time I just thought a bunch of hot tubs great so we got into the first (laughs) pool that we saw it was hot great this is what I assume every other pool in this room is like (laughs) the Nordic spa wasn't a big thing yet (laughs) no I hadn't been yeah I didn't know about it and I just thought this is a great way to, so everybody kind of has their own space, their own pool, if you will. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was just, Bam Springs, it, for goodness sake. I, I know. Yeah. I, des- I deserve my own pool. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't the spa that's open to the public either. This is the, you we're paying to get in, you know, you're either getting a treatment or you're yeah. accessing this, this area. And so it's just me and my aunt in the hot tub. And uh, this just <sighs> vision. <laughs> strolls up to the edge of our pool and says excuse me is this hot water (laughs) and I look at him with this like what are you talking about look on my face like yeah it's hot water because I didn't realize there was any other option and so he he looks at me and says I don't think I trust you 
And my aunt says, she's very untrustworthy. Uh, well, she's sitting in the same temperature pool as I. Um, anyway, he took a chance, decided to dip a toe in. And this, my friends, is how I went hot tubbing with Alec Baldwin. And it is my... I love, oh, I just love that I can, I say to a lot of people, I do not tell the story. I just say I've been hot tubbing with Alec Baldwin <laughs> <laughs> because that's all I ever need to be able to say. Yeah. And, well, but what I was going to say about, just about, um, to circle back to Jono Vision and how he yeah, was a lovely person yeah. is that I've heard a lot of bad things about Alec Baldwin and like him on a personal level because you hear a bunch of you never know what celebrities are like in real life mm -hmm. but what I am thrilled about is that in my personal experience and the time the limited time we spent together in a hot tub um, mm -hmm. he was delightful and nice. the again looping back to I don't know why I'm so connected to Julie with every one of these experiences <laughs> But as soon as I looked up and saw his face, the first thing that went through my head was, I have to tell Julie that I'm with Alec <laughs> right now. And I think it's because we were so both so obsessed with uh, 30 Rock yeah, at the time Rock, that yeah. she would really like, well, and that a lot, there were a lot of people out there that could really appreciate. It was at the height of 30 Rock. Um, it oh, was, was it? Oh, wow. Yeah. It was must have been a big ticket at that, that, that tournament or I that, think that so. ski thing. Yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah. That's amazing. So I didn't see him at the bar later that night. That's where I saw um, <laughs> Brad Garrett. Oh, but cool. I don't, I don't tell that story. <laughs> I tell. Oh, I just dropped that name. Bar, yeah, at the bar later <laughs> after hot tub. You gotta go yeah. to the Banff Springs Hotel. <laughs> apparently, yeah, apparently Ooh, the VIP section of the of the club. <laughs> yeah, and you know yeah. what? I'm not gonna put air quotes around that VIP section. <laughs> <laughs> when I say when I say VIP hot tub, there are no air quotes. When I say VIP no. section in Frederick to New Brunswick, there are some. There are multiple air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh amazing that was so fun i f i feel like a alec baldwin celebrity encounter is a good mic drop no kidding um this was really mic fun drop. and i hope everyone enjoyed it yeah me too and i hope everyone found what they were looking for mm -hmm.